You're listening to Inspiring Honey Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle, and this podcast is designed to inspire, motivate, and empower and shine the light of the Lord into your everyday life. Hello and welcome to the show today, guys. I'm super excited because this interview was with Katie Patton from Happy Places Podcast. I'm so fortunate to have been featured on her podcast that I couldn't wait to have her on mine. She is such a great person and I know that you guys will love listening to this podcast and hearing more from her just as much as I loved recording it. So Katie Patton is from Happy Places Podcast. She lives in Colorado with her husband and two kids and they enjoy hiking, mountain biking, skiing, and anything outdoors. She loves to travel, eat food, and live every day to its fullest. Katie is the host of Happy Places podcast where she chats with guests about their lives and what makes them happy. You'll definitely like to tune in to hear stories from believers, dreamers, and guests who overcome challenges in their life and with amazing faith in God. Katie is such a great person and she has inspired me so much. I I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this podcast today and get to know her a little bit more. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you again. I had so much fun chatting with you the last time we got to. Yes, it was such an honor to be on your podcast, Happy Places. And for any of the listeners today who haven't heard that episode, you should definitely go check out her podcast and the interview that we did together. Yes, it was so good. It was great to hear your story and all your encouragement and inspiration for people of all ages. That's what I love so much about you. (laughs) So (laughs) you're so encouraging and so positive yourself. All of your podcasts are so great. Oh, it's been fun. It's been fun. I I have enjoyed um, this Happy Places podcast. It's been fun to connect with all kinds of different people. I mean, I've had interviews with travelers, um, with dreamers, with believers, people that have started their own businesses, and then people who have done all of those things, which is you, (laughs) (laughs) who have started their own business, are believers and dreamers. But most recently, some of my last um, podcasts have been with women who have overcome, um, you know, just just lots of challenges in their life, and um, and you as well, and just that, that faith, just that strong faith just to get them through that, and um, it's just such an encouragement in any season of our life, and um, that's why I've loved this so much. I feel like people listening um, are going to get something out of every conversation that we have, from your podcast and my podcast, and I just, I love, um, I love doing it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it definitely is. And it's definitely amazing to be able to inspire people a little bit with interviews or with words, you know, because words are so powerful. Oh, I agree. And I think so much. I um, I used to teach um, first grade. And so my degree was in early childhood development. And I studied a lot about the different types of learners and how every kid learns differently and that kind of thing. So much of that, I think, is coming into play with why I love podcasts so much. And I do this silly thing when I listen to podcasts. If I'm listening to someone being interviewed, like when I listened to your last one um, with, um, oh, I just went blank on his name that you interviewed, the Olympic. um, Oh, Hunter Woodhall. Yes. Yes, he's so so inspiring. 
Oh my goodness. I was listening to your interview and then I go right on Instagram and I type in the person's name and then I do this whole thing where I get lost looking at all their pictures and their inspiration and what they have. And so I just love putting that connection of pictures and words with the audible, like listening to them speak in their conversation. And so anyway, that's why I'm loving podcasts so much. Um, listening to them personally, as well as mine is really getting to connect with these followers and people I follow and that kind of thing. So I think it's a lot of fun. I love it. Yeah, it's definitely really cool because it's really fun for me to be able to talk to tons of different people and have fun interviews like this one we're having right now on my podcast. And it's really <laughs> a neat way to connect with followers because I get to actually hear your voice and it's something during the week that could just add a little bit of happiness into their day. Oh, I know. And I mean, some of these people I've interviewed, they have connected with other people just by simple hashtags. And it's something they've gone through personally and somebody else has gone through it and then they can connect and encourage each other or, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's just really great and it's wonderful. And I, I love the people that, um, that God is connecting me with and just getting to hear their stories. And it's just, as I said, it's just brings us all happiness and it's encouragement and um, that kind of thing. So it's fun. Yeah, it's definitely amazing. What you just touched on is a really great point, how God like connects us all in different ways. And I think that we're both on social media and we both have um, platforms on social media. So I think it's really cool to see how God is able to use that to connect us to people that we can help or that can inspire us in our own lives. I agree. And I think it's so neat, especially as a mom, for me, um, you know, I have two kids, eight and ten. And this generation is only going to get more and more in-depth into social media. It's not going away. And so how can we model that Mm -hmm. in a positive way? And, you know, like my kids are both into soccer. So when they get on my phone and they want to look up Instagram, they're looking up the soccer stars, the people they look up to. And so you just really, um, you really hope that they continue that and that they're looking at people that are inspiring them and encouraging them. My daughter loves to look at the food videos and all of that and get ideas on that. But anyway, it's just fun. It's a lot of fun. And I think if we keep the negativity out of it and we really model that good behavior and we use it for what it's meant to be used for and also are honest and say, you know, there are things on the internet that we, that, you know, shouldn't be there and we need to just steer clear of all that. Um, because it's not going away and it's only, they're only going to use it more than we do, you know, as they grow up. That's a really good point. And I never really, um, real thought about like the future and how much more kids and people will become involved in social Mm -hmm. media. But my first question, (laughs) my first question for you is what first inspired you to start your incredible podcast? Where did that want Mm -hmm. for it and the idea come from? Well, I personally have been listening, started listening to podcasts. Um, I think it was one Christmas, we were on a family vacation, and my older sister had mentioned that she was listening to podcasts while she was running and doing laundry and just doing things. And um, so I challenged myself when I got home uh, in January of that year to just start downloading some podcasts and find some that interest me and that I could listen to. So I started listening to them. And I love to chat. I love to talk. I love um, learning more about people. I'm a very people person, very intuitive about what's going on in people's lives and that kind of thing. And so we had recently started a Happy Places blog 
where we were just kind of chronicalizing like trips we had been on, happy places we had visited, happy place being my kitchen. I had shared some recipes and things like that. And so then one day I was like, you know, I think I could talk to people about their happy place in life, whether that be sitting around their kitchen island with their family or sitting on an island with on a vacation. And so we kind of just played around with the thought for a little while. And my husband was very encouraging and said, you know what, just try it, just do it. And so I kind of called on some of my favorite friends and just said, will you be some of my first guests? And uh, we'll just talk about your happy place in life. And so I had all of these questions, and I had it all organized and everything. And um, I decided to launch it on my birthday because I knew I would, being a mom, you kind of forget a lot of things sometimes. <laughs> and uh, I knew I would never forget that I had launched it on my birthday. And so my older sister was my very first guest, and we recorded the very first episode. Um, and then it just kind of went from there. And I went from having a very um, guided questions that I would ask my guests. And then I have changed so much into just being a little more authentic, laid back, just conversation. And most of my guests that I interview have a platform of some sort. They either write a blog, they've either written a book, they um, have just a really strong Instagram account where they do a lot of photographs and um, writing underneath the photographs and that kind of thing. So I have really loved watching in just a short period of time from October to now how this podcast has changed from talking to just friends and then travelers. And now I'm getting into people that have a really, really neat story of life and overcoming something or dreaming for something and just really pushing through and getting that and in return, finding the happiness of life. So, um, that is kind of in a nutshell how the podcast started and it's been a lot of fun and I'll tell you, um, it's neat to reach out to people and ask them to be a guest and it's really so exciting as you know, on, you're on the same end when people agree, you know, and sometimes they have no idea what they're getting involved into. Some people don't even listen to podcasts. They're like, okay, well, I'll try it. And it's just, I'm so grateful for those people for taking that risk and, um, and just sitting down on Skype with me and just, you know, also just really opening up as you did on my show and as some of my other guests have, um, about the sad times and scary times and those times that we don't know where our life is going and what's going to happen. And, um, I just think it really touches people's lives to hear those stories. And, um, so it's been fun in such a short period of time to, um, to watch it kind of grow and, you know, just the encouragement of my family, my, my husband, and my two little kids. You know, I mean, they have sat through many <laughs> interviews, very quiet on the couch, or a lot of times they've been in school and that kind of thing. So um, we love it as a family. It's fun. That's so incredible, and it's so awesome that you had a family who supported you, and now your podcast is able to really touch so many people's lives because you're interviewing people so that your listeners are able to really relate to what's going on in those people's lives and pool inspiration and happiness um, and relatability. I know. I know. That's- it is. It is so fun. It is. It's a blast. With all of the interviews that you've done and all the different people that you've spoken to, what is one of the most impactful things that anyone has said to you? Oh, my goodness. 
Um, during the actual interview or like what they said during the interview or like before or after the interview? We could go with either, whatever you... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'll answer it twofold. You know, I've had, after I've done the interviews, um, I'm always just so excited when I finish. I'm excited for how it went. I'm excited that sometimes I'm surprised. Um, I did an interview recently, and it hasn't been published yet, but um, I had no idea. I followed this lady on Instagram, loved her smile, loved her kiss, just that joy that just came off the pictures, you know, and, and all of that. Well, we got into the story, and I had no idea some of the things that she had been through in her life. And I won't share because I'm going to make all your listeners go on and listen because they're going to be wondering. But um, <laughs> it's just, it's very exciting to me um, that, that sometimes they've been through something so scary. And, um, you know, just most of it has to do with health, um, overcoming different types of cancers, as you, um, tumor, infertility, you know, just things that you don't plan for in life and that can just knock the breath out of you. Like, wow, where is this going? And not one of those people have I interviewed and, you know, have been led astray. You know, each one of them has gotten something so powerful out of such darkness, mm-hmm. you know, and such brokenness. And um, recently, one of my episodes that's going to be coming out tomorrow, which is the end of May, so I don't know when our conversation will air, but, um, you know, she talks about the beauty that comes out of the brokenness. And it is so true. It is so true. And um, so that's been fun. And then some of the compliments that the guests have given me, um, of, you know, it was so fun to chat. You have such a way with your words. Um, I could open up and share my story. I felt so comfortable. You're encouraging. You know, just those kinds of things. And um, it's it's just fun, you know. But um, I think most of what my, um, the people I've interviewed have pushed me more towards reading more in the Bible, more and more, and getting to know what is my true story, what is my purpose, what am I to do every single day, and not just what am I supposed to do with my life, but what am I meant to do just for that one day, for yeah. just tomorrow, what am I supposed to do, how am I going to impact my kids as a mom, how am I going to impact my husband as a wife, and how am I going to do God's work here today with the people that I'm in touch with. So that to me, because listening to people that have been through hard times as I listen to you and I'm talking to you, it's that day by day, minute by minute, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it just kind of breaks down your life and you go, wow, you know? So, um, I just think taking away some of the things that they've said about, you know, grace and peace and being still and just listening. And, um, it's, it's caused me to slow down a little bit and um, just kind of reflect on life a little bit. So it's been good. That's so incredible. It's so great to hear how all the different um, people on your podcast have inspired you to just spend more time in reading the Bible. And I'm so excited to hear that podcast that you mentioned. I can't wait to go and listen. I know. That one. And then there's one coming out tomorrow. Like I said, that. She has a story of infertility and then adoption. And so I'll just go ahead and spill this. But her website is Grace While We Wait. And so she was waiting 
to be a mom and waiting, you know, what did that look like? And they went through a long struggle with infertility. But then her story, and she calls them her heart-grown kids. I mean, precious. And so, but her story of all that is so great. But what I love so much, I told her, is the name of her blog, Grace While You Wait, can be anything in life. Mm -hmm. You know, what are we waiting for? We're waiting, you know, and just having grace and just, you know, diving into that. So, um, so yeah, I, and as you said, I am, I'm getting so much from this as well as trying to get the podcast out so others can get from it too. So it's fun. Yeah, I cannot wait to listen to that. It's going to shine so much light. I'm so excited. All of your podcasts have been so great. And I mean, You're sweet. You're there's, sweet. no, there honestly is so much inspiration and relatability, like I said earlier, that comes from them. But since you're a mom mm-hmm. yourself and you just talked about the other woman who is mom, can you talk about raising kids in a positive environment and what that has looked like for you? Because I know you're really close to your kids from social media. yes we are we are very close and yes I try to be as positive as possible um I have always kind of been a happy girl I've always I was that little child who tried to keep everybody happy tried to keep all the siblings getting along tried to keep mom happy dad happy all that so it just kind of carried over into motherhood obviously but it's hard it's hard being a mom and, and trying to meet the needs of your kids. Now, I only have two. And, you know, there are people who have way more than me. But I will say that each one of my kids are very different. And so what makes each of them happy and what comforts each of them or what excites each of them is very different. And so trying to keep the peace between the two of them and keep everything very positive and happy is challenging at times. But... I will tell you that I don't regret one minute when I put my head to the pillow at the end of the day and I have worked hard all day to keep things as happy as possible. Now, we are very honest with each other. You know, if if we have to get disciplined or I lose my patience, I heard heard someone speak one time about the power of asking your kids for forgiveness and that it teaches them in return to ask for forgiveness as they grow up, you know, from peers, from siblings, and then as they get older into relationships that matter a lot. Um, and so we do that, you know, if I, if I lose my patience or I get upset about something, um, and then I, I will ask for forgiveness and I'll say, I'm sorry, I acted a certain way or I'm sorry to, you know, in the same, I trying to model for them, you know, and so we just do that, but we also spend a lot of time, um, as the four of us as a family, we really guard that time, and um, we just love being outside and just doing things, um, just trying new things together as a family, and, you know, we always, my husband and I, just both have a positive outlook on life, and we try to just have as much fun as possible. Um, we we kind of, the kids will laugh. Um, a while back, I wrote a blog post on busy versus full. And there was just so much of this. I was listening to moms talk at school and different practices and stuff and saying, oh, my God, we're so busy. And it just had this whole negative tone to it, you know, and, oh, we're busy running here and there and all this. And 
So we adopted the word full, and it was like our days are full. They're full of fun stuff. They're full of sports that we choose to do. They're full of going to the grocery store because we have money to buy groceries. You know, just that whole mentality of just kind of flipping it around for the kids. Um, so, and it's good too. It's kind of self-talk as well. As, you know, when I'm trying to keep everybody happy and keep it positive, I'm also working on myself, you know, because um, we all go through that, you know, whether you, you know, as a senior in high school and that kind of thing. I mean, it's just how you look at life, you know, and how you kind of give it a, a, a positive twist. I love how you just so. talked about being busy versus being full and how to look at everything and be grateful like be grateful that you are full enough to go and have money to buy groceries or like yes. like you just said that's so important and I think that we all can learn from that and just learn to have grateful hearts and instead of being like oh my goodness I'm so busy be like wow I'm so blessed uh-huh. to be like this right right and it's so fun like I would I would share it with some friends, and then they would they would call me and say, "Oh my gosh, I just caught myself," you know, because it is it's training your brain to just think about it in a different tone and a different way, you know. And um, I think it's so important. And I think as moms, we have to we just have to watch the way we talk about life, about people. Um, you know, we we have a thing we say in our house, you know, and I'll talk about a kid at school or something, and um, not in a bad way, but. I'll say there's certain things we can't change. You know, God made us each very different, very individual, and there are things that we can't change. We would never make fun of another child, not that my kids have, but I just remind them for something they can't change. Yeah. Like an action they're choosing or a silly way they're acting or burping or doing something gross, you can change that. You can't change how tall you are, what size shoe you wear. You can't change those things. But we would never make fun of those things. And I think it's a very childlike way for them to understand um, talking negative about people that you can get caught up in, you know, in any social circle that you're in. So I think it's important. Yeah, that's as a mom, for you to teach your kids that so young is so important because I know how – like, I don't know what the word, I know how effective words are and that you're teaching your kids mm-hmm. the importance of kind words now is just so incredible. Oh, it is. And I know you know how that feels because I remember your story of how your peers taught, you know, treated you. And I, that has just stuck with me too, your story, your own personal story. So. Yeah, definitely. First-hand experience. But as a mom, what you're doing is just so amazing. But what is the... Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> no, it really is because a lot of people don't have that positive perspective that you have and they're not instilling it in their kids as much. But what is one of the most rewarding things of being a parent and watching your kids grow up? Oh, the most rewarding thing is, well, I think watching them do something that they love and watching them feel good about it, whether it's playing sports, watching them my books play soccer, they absolutely love it, they um, strive really, really hard at it, they give it their all, so that to me is, uh, it makes me happy to sit on the sidelines and watch them do that, because it's something they are having a blast doing, it has nothing to do with me and them, so that's something I love doing, is watching them doing something that they're individually very good at, as well as, you know, when they write things, I love I love when they write um, cards or um, Mother's Day stuff, you know, birthday cards. It's just so cute. I mean, they're pictures that they draw and then the things they write. I love that personal stuff. But then some of the best things are just 
the hugs and you know, Miles is this thing at night where he says, you know, I love you and I'm sorry that, you know, this and that. And then he says, I love you more. I mean, that just, that stuff doesn't ever get old. I mean, it just melts my heart every night. And, um, you know, and having a little girl who's, who's growing up and into what she wears and bath and body works and all that kind of stuff. It's fun. It's, um, it's a lot of fun. So, I mean, I don't know if it's a typical one thing, um, but just being a mom is, um, it's way more joy than um than i could have ever imagined and it is it is a lot of fun but it's it's fun to share life with them um and so that's that's fun and especially you know we just moved to colorado and and so there's a lot to explore and a lot to do and uh, it's fun to do it together and just kind of share life as, as the four of us it's fun that's so amazing so how has raising kids pushed you closer to god and made you explore your faith more I mean, I can't imagine having to take care of another person. Yes. I mean, I can't imagine, um, I can't imagine being a mom and not being a believer because, you know, just just like when I got married as well, when I got married, my dad took a piece of paper and he's an Episcopal priest. And so, um, you know, we, he sat down, you know, as, as my dad, but also as a, as a minister counseling me and he drew a triangle and he put God at the top and then he put Ryan's name on one side and my name on the other and he said this is how your marriage is going to work and it's so true I mean you have to depend on God for every every relationship you have but even more so in parenting you have this teeny tiny little baby and you're like oh literally oh God what what are we doing here help me figure this out and then you know you're just so you're so grateful so you just you praise god that your baby is healthy that they're happy um when i was pregnant with evian i had a little bit of complication while i was pregnant with her and i went to a specialist you know every two weeks and had her checked while i was pregnant with her and so when she was born and she was completely healthy and all of that it was just such thanksgiving so, you know, those kinds of things. And then to be a mom of a boy, you pray a lot. You <laughs> say, God, you gave me this little boy, and he is sweet, and he is, he's a 100% boy. Help me be a good mom to him. Because it's so different than how I was being a mom to Evian. Um, it was just different, and I needed help. And I strongly believe that God has helped me guide this parenting thing um, to do the best I can, but there's not a night I go to bed that I don't say, thank you for the day. Thank you for helping me be the best mom that I can be. And then in the morning I get out of bed before everybody else and I have my quiet time, my devotional and I read my Bible and I try to set the day. And then all throughout the day I have conversations with God and try to, um, maneuver my day that way, you know, and just, um, what does that look like as a mom? And so, yes, it has pushed me, more and more into the word, more and more into that tight relationship with him and just being still and listening for things, especially, um, I think in the aspect of disciplining and that's hard. It's very hard. And there are times that I say, am I doing the right thing? What should I do? Um, and if you are a believer and you have that relationship with God, then you can hear his voice and you can hear his guidance or him nudging you in one direction or the other. And then, like I said, if you make a mistake, it's okay, and you ask for forgiveness because that's how that's how our relationship goes with mm-hmm. God. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I am 
it's a constant communication, constant prayer life, but um, ever so grateful that he is here with us. And, um, and you know, the kids are very, um, very active in, in, you know, praying things. And, you know, when we start new things and we feel like anxious about something, um, we ask God to come and wrap his arms around us. And, you know, with my little boy going to bed at night, we say a special prayer about, you know, God will be here with you in your room. And, um so yeah, it's it's just a constant, and um, it's good. It's a good constant. It, it helps us all feel a sense of peace in our house that um, we're not in this alone, and uh, he's here with us for sure. Yeah, like what you just said—the sense of peace that comes from God is incredible. I don't even know how to put it into words. Yeah, you know? it's right. It's amazing. Right. It's just so. Yeah, as, as Miles would say, it's warm and cozy. You know, it just feels right. <laughs> yeah, it, does, it honestly feels like warm and cozy, like a giant hug, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> exactly. That's how it's supposed to be, exactly. <laughs> Since you oh guys... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you guys just moved to Colorado. That is so exciting. How has the move yes. been? It's been good. It's been good, you know, um... The drive here was a little crazy, driving across, I think it was five states, um, so I was a little nutty, but we we laughed later, and we said we think God just numbed us, and we just kind of powered through and, and got here, and um, literally, we moved in on a Monday, and it snowed um, on Friday, and so the kids got to go sledding and snowball fights and bury each other in the snow, and then, like, three days later, it was, like, 80 degrees and sunny, so the weather... Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the weather could not be, I don't know, I love it. It's so fun because it will snow one day and then it's sunny and hot the next. So it's great. Um, and then just so much to do. I mean, we've been on so many hikes, trail runs, um, mountain biking. Uh, I mean, it's just endless. I mean, we. I think there's no way we could do everything they have to offer. But um, we're super excited. We're excited for the just the opportunity to just explore life and um, just see every. I mean, it's just such a beautiful place. And uh, lots for us to do, family. The kids jumped right into soccer. We just finished the soccer season. They had a couple weeks of school, enough to meet a couple friends. And then um, they'll be ready to go in the fall. So it's good. We're excited. We're going to do some river rafting this summer. We're going to do some camping and uh, just all kinds of things. So it's, it's fun. So what inspired you guys to move to Colorado? Was it just like, oh, we want to go somewhere new or was it a job, or what yeah. brought you guys there? <laughs> it was. It was. I wish I could say it was something a little more logical, but it wasn't. Um, it, we decided about the first of the year that we wanted to make a move, and so we kind of just started praying about it, and then we made a list of the things that were important to us and things we wanted, and, we, and so Colorado kind of hit the mark. I mean, we were living on the Gulf Coast, and we, I mean, we loved where we lived. We lived in a great little area, and it was a lot of fun, and tons of water sports, and just all the sand and water and all that, but we were just ready for a change, and so we left many friends and family and just picked up and moved up here, but we, we knew that if everything started falling into place, then it was God's will, and so that's just kind of how we approached it. We put, um, we put our business, our building on the market. It sold right away house on the market it sold right away and we're like okay god's saying this is it you know and so we just um we just picked up and moved i guess it was the end of april but the kids were super excited from the get-go we had a lot of fun 
um, with them, kind of telling them how we were going to move, mail the letter, and just kind of fun things along the way to keep everybody excited and happy. And, um, you know, packing is never fun, but we did the best we could, and I worked as hard as I could as a mom um, while everybody was at school and work, and just to get it all done. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's Colorado. Here we are, and we're excited. That's so cool. So how has this change in the season of life affected you guys and how what advice do you have for anyone that's going through a season of change right now how do you adapt to it and of course you're in a whole new state with brand new people how have you guys adjusted well I think my best advice is first of all if you're if anybody's looking for a change I think the best thing to do first of all is to pray about it you know and um and ask for God's advice and, and nudging you and pushing you in the right direction if that's the way to go. So obviously that. Constant communication, um, the goods and the bad. You know, what are you worried about? What are you scared about? You know, those kinds of things. Weigh your options because you don't ever want to jump into something and go, oh, we should have thought about all of that. So that kind of thing. So then once the change starts happening, I think the best thing to do is just keep your eyes on why are we doing this? You know, why, why did we decide this? And just keep focused on that. And so there were times when, you know, we were packing a moving truck or doing whatever, and someone might complain, and then it would be like, oh, but why are we doing this? We want to move. Yeah, we're excited about this. Let's stay positive. Let's stay happy. The other thing I tried to do, and I've done this since the kids were little bitty, is we're just very scheduled people. We like our routine, and I try to keep the routine as normal as possible, up until even the last night, there was lawn furniture in the living room that we were all sitting on, but I was cooking dinner because everybody likes home-cooked meals, everybody likes to eat at home, and so I was cooking dinner, and that made it feel a little bit more normal, and then flip side, we get into Colorado, and we stayed at my sister's house for one night, and then we moved into our house, and I was cooking breakfast the next morning, and then cooking dinner, so just trying to keep things as normal as possible, trying not to, um, I always say sometimes, like, adults, like, we can make things a lot more complicated um, than children are just as simple. They are. They're very matter-of-fact. They're very simple. And so just trying to keep it all kind of in perspective. You know, why are we here? Why are we doing this? And then also just trying to keep everything as normal as possible. Um, I did the same thing when I was teaching school. I just felt like those days when the kids had nothing to do but watch movies and, you know, like towards the end of the year, color, they just went crazy. They went bonkers. And so I was like, okay, let's keep things normal. Let's do our normal class day. Let's do everything the way they're used to. And then everybody feels feels comfortable. You know, nobody feels like, oh, this is kind of off. So that's just, that's my advice. Whenever you're going through some type of change, you can't change that there's going to be a big change, whether it's moving, something going on with life, graduating from high school, moving on to college. But try to just keep things simple. Try to remember why you're doing it and just keep things as normal as possible. That is my advice. That is such good advice just to keep it normal and simple and to pray about it. Yes. Yes. Yes, those are your key factors. And sometimes, I mean, you're a big writer just because of everything you do on your blog and your Instagram and all that. Sometimes I think journaling those things and writing those things down, just little things you think about, um, I think helps too. 
definitely it's tangible you know yeah, definitely. I, so. I agree with you. I think writing, I think writing blogs, like I mentioned in the interview that I did on your podcast, writing um, blogs is almost therapeutic because you get to talk about yes. those experiences and uh, use them to help others. Oh, absolutely. This one guest I interviewed, she, I love, she said she writes what other people are scared to talk about. Oh, wow. I That's think powerful. You do that too. Isn't that powerful? But I think you do that too. I think a lot of what you write about and you say, you're like throwing it out there where somebody else wouldn't. They'd be like, oh, wow, okay, let's go there. You know what I mean? I think you do that. Thank you. Yeah. I hope so. I kind of think. I think it's good. Well, what is your top advice on living to the fullest? Because you guys do on your Instagram, you guys are always doing something fun and living positively because you, it's evident through your podcasts and through your social media and just from talking to you that you are so positive and you raise your kids in a positive environment. So what is your tips or how do you live so full and so positive? just really think that we just kind of look at every day as a gift truly yeah and just looking at that day like this past weekend we had a weekend where we had a soccer game then we went into the little town boulder they were having a festival we did that then we went downtown my husband has always been that way he loves to plan things loves to research and look at things um for us to do, and so it's kind of fun because he kind of pushes me out of my comfort zone when we first got married. I was like, oh, wow, that's a lot to do. But when you're going and you're doing and you're experiencing life, it encourages you to grow as a person. It encourages you to learn things from the experiences around you and just go 100% all day and get so much out of this life that God has given us and look at each little thing through the day as a gift. And really, like I said earlier, breaking down that day and not worrying about, okay, tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day, but that day, you know, and be positive about given this day, this time to be with the people that you love and the people you cherish or time to be by yourself and reflect on that. So then you have the energy and the time to give to those people that you love and you cherish and just figuring out what is making you happy. And if you're doing something that's not making you happy or you're doing something to make other people happy, that's not going to get you anywhere. And you're not going to look at that day or look at that week and go, wow, that was fun. I had a great week. We did a lot. But what is making you happy? And you have to figure that out or your day is in your life is not going to be as fulfilling as God has planned for you for it to be. And so I really think just becoming confident in who you are and what you have been given and just living the life that we're supposed to live. I just, I think that that's the number one and really thinking about doing things that are making you happy and not other people happy. Wow. That is so true. Wow. That's a, that's really good advice. And that's, that's a lot that you said there that really hit hard. <laughs> like, I mean, like it really resonates, you know, and I'm sure all the well, listeners good. can resonate with that too. Um, but what good. is, what is the way that you stay positive and what advice can you give to listeners today? Not just to live fully, but to stay positive through everything. 
I think I've always kind of, I think I was given that gift. And so at times it is harder to look at the positive side of things, especially things that are sad and things that are unexpected. That is hard. But I've always been given little glimpse from God as to why this is happening or not even understanding why it's happening, but believing one day I will know why it's happened. And I just think that that love that you feel from God and from being true to who you are is going to make you so much happier and that's Mm going to make you positive. So I think having a positive outlook on every day, having a positive outlook on the good things in life, but you've got to love who you are. You've got to truly love who you are. And that's one thing I've tried to really do with my kids is truly love who you are because kids are going to say mean things. Kids are going to act weird ways. Other people are going to hurt you. They're going to hurt you. They're going to hurt you with words. They're going to hurt you with actions. You've got to love who you are, and you got to stand up for that, and that will get you so far, and that will make you look at life in a positive way, and that will make you feel happy even when those around you are not, and it comes with time, I think, um, but I'm just so grateful that it seems to come a little bit easier to me, um, and I'm grateful for that, and I don't take that for advantage at all. Um but I hope and pray that everybody has a little glimpse of that and then they work harder to get to that point. But I think, um, I think it comes with confidence and I think it comes with feeling loved by God and feeling supported by the ones that are under your roof, by your family and your friends and the people that you are closest to. I think that helps a lot. Definitely, definitely. I think that you're so right and so true about all that, that just being positive comes from loving who God created you to be and just being content with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think when you're trying to be somebody else or you're not happy with, you know, the way things are going, well, figure out why and figure out how you can get to that happy place because it's there. It's, it's made for you. And you just got to get there. You got to figure out how to get there. Yeah, definitely. Well, how can the listeners from today's podcast find you on social media and listen to your amazing podcast and be able to connect with you? Well, I'd love for anyone to find us. Okay, so we are at um, Happy Places. And there's a Y in places for the play part. So it's P-L-A-Y-C-E-S. And so we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a website. So it's happyplaces.com. Um, I appreciate you having me on and getting. So let me talk a little bit about Happy Places and how it's evolving. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on your podcast and for being on my podcast. You're so amazing, and I just love everything you're doing. Me too, me too. I can't wait to. Thank you guys so much for choosing to listen to the Inspiring Honey Show today. It was so great getting to talk to Katie and hearing more about Happy Places podcast. And I really encourage you guys to head over and check out her podcast. It is truly so inspirational and all the people she gets to talk to have such incredible stories. I know it inspires my own life and I know it inspires yours as well. I want to remind you guys to stay up to date all things Inspiring Honey on InspiringHoney.com. Inspiring Honey on Facebook, Inspiring Honey on Twitter, 
and Inspiring Honey on Instagram every single Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. There are new blog posts going up on inspiringhoney.com. Every single Tuesday, there is a brand new podcast right here on the Inspiring Honey Show. And every single Thursday, there is another podcast that goes up called The Gab Show. And it's so great to be able to stay connected with you guys all week and chat through these different platforms. Within the next coming weeks, I'm going to have some really exciting announcements that I cannot wait to share with you guys. So make sure to stay tuned and subscribed. And you're also going to want to make sure that you're signed up for my newsletter to be the first to hear all new announcements and be in the circle of all the knowledge of Inspiring Honey. It was such a pleasure to be able to share some time with you guys today to speak to you through this podcast. And I just hope that it inspired you and you're able to find light and happiness in your day. Until next time, have a blessed day.